0: In the Longwall, where I am at the moment, it's a lot of cracking and thunder-like noises. And the first few days down in the Longwall, that really scared me. (laughs) But it's okay. I found out that's just normal, so you don't panic about that after Mm. a while.
1: Welcome to the Beers with a Miner podcast, episode number 33. My name is Mad Mumsy, and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open-cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, How do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers with a fellow miner. Women and blokes with various experience, roles and opinions share their lessons and stories with you. Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Now, let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? Ha <laughs> ha, crack me up. This week I'm chatting with Soraya, an electrician in an underground coal mine. She's 21 years old, I just found out. And as we record this, it's the day after International Women's Day 2017. I flew down to the big smoke of Brisbane, or Bris Vegas as it's commonly known, for the Weimar Awards breakfast. Women in Mining and Resources Queensland. What a fantastic morning it was, held at the Sofitel with over 500 people. I even bought a new frock and some shoes in Mackay. I I didn't think even my best thongs would cut it out for this time, as my listeners know I'm not a shoe person. A shoe person that we do know is Kirsty O'Callaghan from Separated by Work, who I've interviewed twice. I'll leave a link to her episodes in the show notes. And uh, she picked me up from the airport Went back to her place for the afternoon and we hung out, had a lovely dinner with her family, a couple of wines, and then we got up really early and got on a train. What? Oh, that was an experience. I felt like a real country girl jumping on a train and, well, oh, what's this go-kart thing? And oh, It was hilarious. But I bring this up because the real miner told me to make sure that I catch up with Sarah. She was an apprentice electrician on his crew and was a finalist in the awards. So he had texted Soraya and told her to watch out for me and I was excited to hear that she was excited to finally meet Mad Mumsy. Oh, what, really? (laughs) Um, I watched her head up on stage to receive her certificate and I remembered what she had on and what her hair was like so I could stalk her out after when the awards are over and luckily we did manage to run into each other. We got a, a couple of photos and a selfie, sent them off to the real minor and um, we, after a, a few tech sessions in the afternoon, decided to catch up today for an interview. And here we are. Welcome to the podcast, Soraya.
0: Thank you, Mad Mumsy. It's good to finally meet you and hang out with you.
1: Yeah. And um, we're going to dig to your. Do you like that? Dig.
0: Yeah, I'm liking that. You like It's a good
1: one. Some people think I'm oh, a bit corny, weird, but you know, you've got to be a bit different.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Now, as you know, this podcast is called the Beers with a Minor podcast. And I like to start off my interview. Sometimes I forget, and so it's at the end. (laughs) But um, I like to ask my guests, what is your favourite beverage? It could be a beer, wine, spirit, or perhaps even a cup of tea. And what is your favourite place or time to drink it? And what is yours?
0: Okay, well, mine's not a beer, and I know that will scare a lot of people up in Mooranbar, but actually (laughs) um, I like Hendrix Gin and Tonic. It is quite expensive it's not a cheap drink to enjoy so make sure you you do have some cash behind you before you go out for a night on Hendrix but um yeah make it with um a bit of fresh cucumber and fresh lime and it's really really good Goes fresh down.
1: cucumber
0: yes cucumber it's always a bit awkward when you have to um when you're inviting your girlfriends over for a drinks night and you ask them to pick up a cucumber on the way on the way to your house. That's that's always awkward, but yeah. anyway. Oh, what sort of night are we having yeah. here? <laughs> that's
1: fun. So um, you don't ask for cucumber when you have it out
0: nightclubbing? Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> do they have it? Yeah, my, most of the time, if it's a... Decent um, bar. They will have cucumber Um, and they will serve it with it. Right. So what size glass do you have it in? Short glass, definitely. Ice? Ice, lime, cucumber, tonic water.
1: And Hendrix, is it? Hendrix, yes. Wow. So what sort of price would it be for one glass of that?
0: Well, (laughs) It's about the eleven fifty mark. Oh, true. Yeah. Wow. Do you slam it down or sip mm, no, it? No, sip it. <laughs> every every mouthfuls a few dollars. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you're only young. Were well, you twenty one? Twenty one. How
1: the hell do you end up drinking that
0: stuff? Um Well, my Dad got me into it because we went on a sailing trip in 2013. We sailed to um, New Caledonia. Oh. And I was previously, the, literally the week before, I was backpacking in America on my own. And so he stocked the whole boat up. But he didn't put vodka on. He didn't put any, you know, young people's drinks on. He just <laughs> put gin and beer. So we get to New Caledonia and I turned 18 over there. And the only thing, the only two options on the boat was gin and tonic or 4X Gold. So I had to go with the gin and tonic on my 18th birthday. Oh, wow. Well, did you try a 4X Gold? I have tried 4X Gold, but I, I don't see that. I don't know how people like that. I don't know oh. how he
1: drinks as many
0: cans as he does.
1: And it's cans as well. Now, my listeners know that favorite. is Mad Mumsy's favourite. Is it? A gold can. Oh, sorry.
0: Did I just offend you then? Not at all. I know. <laughs> and especially
1: by doing this podcast, I realised the real variety of um drinks that people have yes yes I can almost hear it tinkling now
0: (laughs) we probably have some in the cupboard if you'd like it might be a bit early (laughs) for that
1: oh dear so and when is your most favorite time to drink that
0: definitely on my breaks I do not drink during a tour because that would probably kill me at work yeah, and
1: you'd be over the limit the next <laughs> yeah, day Yeah, that sure.
0: and um yeah i don't know anyone that can work 12 and a half hours underground with a hangover Oof. it's hard enough just being down there rather than being hung over so um usually when i'm on my breaks back in brisbane catching on with my girlfriends go for some drinks by the beach usually Beautiful. then
1: bring the cucumber bring the cucumber. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's awesome. So, okay, well, let's start on your mining journey. You mentioned mm-hmm. underground.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, how did you get a start underground, and what do you do?
0: Okay, so um, I'm a third-year electrical apprentice at Broad Meadows, um, underground coal mine located in, just outside of Moorumba. Um, I started there in January 2015, um, but I guess I could go through the recruitment process first
1: Um, that'd be good because it helps people to see especially if you're thinking of being an apprentice Mm -hmm. of how i haven't had an apprentice on most of my people have been
0: really old (laughs) no i don't i just drink old people's drinks i'm not that old (laughs) um so i applied for a job um through bma they had their um and I'd, I got a job alert through um, SEEK saying the BMA apprentice applications were open. And I was like, oh, yeah, probably probably don't really have much of a chance, but why not give it a go? There's no harm in giving things a go. I'll just interrupt for a sec. How old were you then when you I applied? I was um, 19 when I applied, I would have yep. been. Or, yes. Oh, no, 18, sorry. I was 18 when I applied. And um, that was in May twenty four, two 2014. So I went online and um, you had to do an online aptitude test and application first. And then after the aptitude test, they then rang me up and I did a phone interview a couple of weeks later. And then after the phone interview, um, they flew me to Moorumbah and I went to the um, AIM Centre in town there. And we did a whole, pretty much a whole, you know, interview day. Teamwork exercises, so they just pretty much BMA recruitment team wanted to just see how you acted in a group, um, you know, your communication skills, and yeah, we did it. And then I did a formal like interview with them. After that day, it was a couple of months later, and I was nerves were, my nerves <laughs> were kicking in then, and I thought, oh no, I don't have this job, like it's been because couple- you hadn't heard, yeah, for hadn't so long. heard from them, and um, yeah, so. They rang me up and said, "Oh, you've got a medical," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the last step! Like, this is awesome." So, um, I did the medical, passed the medical, and I thought, "That's it." Was the medical what you expected it to be? Yeah, I, I was expecting it to be challenging. Like, I was actually expecting it to be quite challenging, but um, it wasn't too wasn't too bad when I got there. Yeah.
1: That's, but, did you have to have a chest X ray?
0: Yes, because I you're did. going underground. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum's a radiographer, so she wasn't oh, very happy. Really? She wasn't very happy with the whole chest X-ray because of the amount of radiation, but it had to be done. But isn't that what a radiographer does? Yeah. So she doesn't mind doing
1: it to other people. No. But don't X-ray my daughter. <laughs> don't
0: X-ray her daughter. Don't put that much radiation in. I think because she understands the whole process and how much radiation is actually going in through your body with just one chest X-ray. You know. Right you're yeah, lucky you only have to have it every five years yes, yes. yeah <laughs> um yeah, so I had yep after the medical um I was like sweet that's it, like my past that, that that's a final stage, I got the job anyway, so I rang up my um friend in England, and she was going to South Africa on a trip, so I was like i'll come with you, I need a holiday before I go and you know live in the yeah. bush for four years, <laughs> so I booked a trip to South Africa, and um five days before I was due to fly out they ring me up and they said oh um like BMA rang me up and said oh we just need you to do um one more aptitude test you have to get over 90 percent and and I was like (gasps) what do I do oh my goodness and that um so I was like well I'm flying to South Africa next week and they're like oh we need you to do it before you go I was like cool so I got like five days to remember everything from school (laughs) and pass this test anyway when um when the two days before I was due to fly out, I went down, did the aptitude test, got past, got over 90% in the maths and English part, and that was it. I, mean, I was I was finally completing my recruitment process. So can you explain what the aptitude test involved? Um, it was, a, I would say it was about grade 10 from my memory, grade 10 level of maths B really, and um, English, like... Literature, um, yeah, yeah, writing, bit of writing, bit of maths, bit of al- like algebra. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
1: right, okay.
0: Yep, yep, cool.
1: So, how long after? you passed that or what, then what happened?
0: So, um, that was October and then obviously flew out to South Africa. Oh, so
1: you did go. I did go yeah. two days
0: later <laughs> and it was, trust me, it was a um, very relaxed holiday after I knew that I'd passed that test. Yeah. Cause they let me know on the day if I got over 90%. Oh, that's good. So, um, I passed that and went to South Africa, had an amazing trip there with my friend. How long for? Two weeks, just two weeks. Yep. And, um, I was only working at a bar, and I was teaching little kids how to sail, so I wasn't bringing in that much money. So I could <laughs> afford, afford two weeks, and um, I came back, and I came back at the end of October, and then I moved up to Murumbah at the um, middle of January. Right. So I moved up there for to start my apprenticeship. We start on the 27th of January, day after Australia Day. Oh, um, 2015. Were you hangover. No, it wasn't actually (laughs) because I just spent twelve hours driving up there. (laughs) Yeah, no
1: Yeah. Yeah. So So, um, when did you get your start date? Was it when you were in South Africa?
0: Yes. um, I got sent the the contract, yeah, when I was over there and I just
1: So you knew
0: Yeah, I knew it would have to be what was happening then. Yeah, January sometimes I have to I packed up my life got you know myself a microwave and a kettle and all those kind of adult things that you don't think about when you're 18 <laughs> and um packed up my little Nissan Trail and drove up there moved up there. Yeah. So did they have accommodation for you? No um so BMA? Really? No um apprentices aren't under the accommodation agreement with BMA. Oh well, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry
1: I'm but just
0: Jaw <laughs> drop Jaw drop, that's it <laughs> Drop the mic, what? <laughs> no, um, that was okay though in my head Because like a BMA apprenticeship And having to pay rent in Murrumbar
1: Yeah, I can probably wean it You know,
0: Soon. I could work it out some way or another was... So there was accommodation in Murrumbar at that time? Yes, this yeah. is, so it was 2015 So wasn't. they were in the downturn So yeah. there was a lot of empty houses there That were quite reasonable to rent so um, yeah, I just look, you know, rented a place on my mm. own, and um, I'm still living there. Um, and it's really, it's really quite nice. It's like your own little secluded, you know, place to go off to once you finish work. You know, yeah. you, don't you need have, that. Yeah, it's nice, nice break, nice downtime. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And what roster do you do? I'm on the lifestyle roster, which is yeah, the five four roster. Um, I. I like it. It's, yeah. it's a happy balance. Um, you're not yeah. out there for too long and you get, yeah. DC do you have free. a
1: pyjama day?
0: Yes, I do. I do right. the pyjama day. too. So
1: for those that don't know, a pyjama day is instead of doing five day shifts or five night shifts straight, you do two or three and then you have a sleeping day yes. <laughs> or a drinking day and then sleep, depending, <laughs> yeah, depending on how you yeah. <laughs> Um And then you go to the night shift after that Mm -hmm. and do two or three nights so you never do more than three shifts in a row on that roster do you Um, before you either have a pajama day or you're on break
0: no we do well we have five day shifts at all in a row
1: oh because you've got the broad yes
0: We've got so we do. We are um, that is
1: slightly different. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, we don't have it every tour. We only have it once. Um, once a cycle. Yeah, pajama day. So we yeah we do five day shifts straight, four night shifts straight, and then the pajama day tours two day shifts. Pajama Day, three night shifts. Right,
1: that's right. That's the Broadmeadow. You've got a special roster. Oh,
0: do we? Yeah. Okay, I haven't worked at another mine site, so... I. So you haven't, you've just stayed at that one? Yeah, I've never been um, off Broad... Like, I've never been to a mine site before I moved to Morumbah, and Broadmeadows is the first site and only site I've been to. Um, I have left, like, and gone and done work experience in um, Morumbah. I work for ISS facility, and um, they basically work on you know, all the BMA houses in Bar and we, yeah. I did a bit of, got a lot, um, a lot of domestic experience with them. So yeah, that was really interesting yeah. too. Spiced it up. Got to go home for lunch every day. Did eight <laughs> hour days. It's quite relaxing. <laughs> See the sky all yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. gossip Got some vitamin D from the sun. So I'm listening
1: to your story and there you are sailing around the world with mum and dad and when you weren't doing that you were, backpacking and travelling yourself, what made you think I might want to work in a mine underground? Where did that come from?
0: Is it in the family? Where where did it come from? Okay, well, um, my story's a bit interesting and um, when I was like 15, I did um, a bunch of environmental trips as I spoke to you about earlier and um, they took me like, these expeditions took me to amazing places like Switzerland, Russia, Borneo. And all of them were sponsored trips um, by a guy called Mike Horn. And they were all pa- all paid for, all expenses pay for. The only thing at the end he wanted you to get out of it is to go home and set up your own project and act upon it. So, wow, yeah, it was an amazing experience to do at about 15. You know, I mm. got to get there out of school for a couple of weeks. Um, Got to, you know, didn't have mum and dad. Got to go to Russia by myself and meet up with these other young inspiring people that were you know had the same goal as I did so very passionate about the environment in high school did a lot of environmental projects um set up a helped set up a um, turtle rehabilitation center on Fitzroy Island in Cairns and I used to go up there every school holidays and just work at my turtle rehab center and have have a good time and so I ultimately thought ah I'm going to be an environmental scientist. Oh, I'm going to go and do do a degree in that. Like that's what I thought I was going to do. <laughs> anyway, I took my gap um, two gap years and went backpacking a lot and did a lot of travelling. And I I thought um, I might need something a bit more stable because it's no offence to people in the environmental industries, but it's not the most stable job at the moment. Um, just because. You know, a lot of it's volunteer work. A lot of stuff that I was doing in school was all vol- voluntary work, mm. you know. What it, so, um, And as you get older, you realise in the real world, you actually need you money. N- yes. usually. And you yep. like to have, you know, the same experiences I had, like sailing with my parents. They both had really good jobs. So they did that stuff in the time when they weren't at work. So I took another step back and um, I went on a trip, obviously, um, with my dad in 2013. As I said, we went to New Caledonia for three months. And I said to Dad, I was like, I don't think, like, I should go to uni next year. I don't think it's right for me. Um, and he said, he did a trade himself. He's a boiler maker by trade. He said, why don't you do a trade? And I was like, we're sitting, of course, having a gin and tonic. And I was like... Were you on the boat? Yeah, on the boat, having mm-hmm. a gin and tonic in um, New Caledonia. So yeah. couldn't pick a better location to yeah, have this... to have a deeper, meaningful, meaningful... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um And... And he said, why don't you do a trade? And we went through all the trades. And there's, you know, carpentry, you know, mechanical fitter, diesel fitter, um, boiler making, and then electrician. And he said if he had the opportunity, he would have always, you know, chosen electrical path. He said, it's the longest lasting job I can see being around, you know. Everyone needs it. Everyone's going to need it in the future. So why not do that? Anyway, so we finished a bowl of um, gin <laughs> together um, and then I was like yeah that's such a good idea and I'm gonna be an electrician yeah. <laughs> so we got super stoked on that idea um I we're in this very very small island where we were um so it was about like about a 3k walk to the little shop that had wi-fi mm. to Skype mum so I walk up to the shop the next day sweating I'm not sure if that was due to the heat or <laughs> due to the the alcohol, but anyway. Hangover. <laughs> Sweating, walking up this, um, like, dirt path with my iPad. I, um, internet wasn't very good, but I managed to Skype mum at, um, back home. She was in Brisbane working, unfortunately. And I Skyped her and I was like, oh, dad and I just, like, came up with a great idea. Like, I'm I'm going to do my electrical trade. Like, I'm going to do my apprenticeship. And mum's like, okay, how how much had you guys had to drink? (laughs) And I said, well, just a little bit, but this is... Just the (laughs) one bottle, (laughs) Mum. This is what I want to do. And um, she's like, okay. And she enrolled me, because obviously I was away on the boat. You know, we have no internet, no TV, no phone reception, none of that on the boat. So she enrolled me in a Prevo electrical course at TAFE, just at Brackenridge here. Yep. And um, I started that when I got back in um, January 2014. And so I did the Prevo course and... It was really good because I got to do work experience with a um, domestic company in Brisbane and a commercial company. And it got me, yeah, it gave me a really good feel to it, a good introduction. And um, that year that I was doing that, that's at the start of the year when I started applying for BMA apprenticeship and I applied at a bunch of other um, mine sites and energy companies. And, yeah, I made it all the way through with them.
1: Oh, wow. What a journey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you feel... Um, environmentally wise do you feel like you're rape and pillaging the earth or how it's a question I'm going to start asking people because I, I like to say I'm a I'm just a bloody old hippie from way back but I'm also a coal miner <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of it's you know,
0: a very hot topic at the is. moment and a lot of people that haven't seen me for a few years they think that I'm turning my back on the environment which I guess in a way I have but at the same time um I th- still like will do that in the future like I know that that can't be my career um I know that I have to have you know a stable career behind me in order to be successful in that other area as well because as I said before all of that work that I did was voluntary work um it all had to come at my own expense when I was like working or my parents expense when I was younger so I know that you know if I have a good strong career behind me and a good roster that stuff I can, I will always be able to do in my spare time, and always be able mm. to help. And it and the good thing about that is it it won't feel like a job. I'll actually be genuinely passionate about doing it in my spare time because yeah, you know, you're using your time off work to do that, so it means you're really, you know, it's really genuine. Yeah,
1: mm. and you can still be environmentally aware and doing things mm. as environmentally as you can. Yeah, and you are. It it probably is good. Um, or the greenies out there, not that there, any of them are probably listening to my podcast. <laughs> you never but, know. Yeah. But, um, you know, you're out there and you're seeing what really is happening. Mm-hmm. And who knows, you might come up with some fantastic way of doing something that is that can only help. So it's yeah. good having some people there with those sort of eyes, mm-hmm. I think, especially being young. Mm-hmm. And the young ones are what's going to what change in the world. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: and it's not always like I don't know. You don't ever have to be um, put into one category in life. Like exactly. St- you know oh. what? You try the whole plate. Don't just keep going back. You know, to the same same dish. You have try everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'd
1: like to say that to you about your
0: drink. <laughs> I just drink that. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you think I should try some other stuff? Yeah,
1: you're young enough. Yeah. Don't say Mad Mumsy influenced me to get onto the rum. I can't stand rum. Yeah, yeah no, no,
0: not for me either.
1: All right. So, what um, are you? Are you planning on? Oh, I think we kind of maybe discovered that. Are you planning on staying in mining forever and just doing your? other passionate stuff on break or what's your plan because so the reason i ask this is because so many people especially that i've come across think i'll get a job in the mines maybe not as a trade say mm. get a job in the mines i'll do it for three to five years pay off the mortgage and that's it i'm out mm. and they either rarely have i come across anyone that's done that mm. they tend to get another mortgage or a mm. more expensive mortgage
0: yeah. um
1: and then they have the golden handcuffs. They have to stay in the mining industry because they couldn't afford to work for the council. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, um, or they love it. They find out that they love it, and so they just well, that's it. That's what they wanted to keep doing.
0: Yeah, um, I don't. I never like say um, huge long term plans like that because anything can happen in three years. Anything can happen in three months, let alone three years. So I don't. I oh, don't ever say my. Um, I'm definitely going to do this in five years' time, you know, ten years' time I want to have this or become a mum or something. I never I never talk that long term because anything can happen. You, you'll change in that time. Your opinions will change. Um, you you know, relationships might change. You, where you want to live might change. All that stuff could the change. The world yeah. changes. Like exactly. there's some things that
1: weren't even around three years ago.
0: No, exactly, and you never knew existed. And in, yeah. you know, three to five years' time, you might get offered a really awesome job, you know, somewhere else, and want to take that. So I don't really, um, yeah, have I don't really talk about anything too long term. But definitely, obviously, um, I'll stay at Broadmeadows until I finish my apprenticeship. Yep. Um, so how long is that for? Is two that more years. Two more. So, so it's a five-year apprenticeship. Four, four years. Four. I just turned third year like a couple oh, of okay. weeks ago. Yeah. So I pretty much yeah have two years to go at Broadmeadows. Um, after that their decision sort of is out of my hands because um, BMA generally, generally they have been known to lay their apprentices off once they finish their apprenticeship. And
1: that's nice of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've always, it's always been a
1: bit of a sore point. There's a lot of companies that do that and I yeah. think they want them to go and get some experience yes, somewhere do. else mm. and, you know, feel free to apply back yeah we have jobs
0: exactly and that that probably is their whole goal like they just want you to go out and maybe try and work for a domestic company or Mm. you know go and work for an energy company or go and work at a power station so they just want you to get more experience because you've had you know your whole four-year apprenticeship just in the one spot just working on the you know same type of equipment the whole four years so it's with good intention but sometimes um the pay is a bit different in the real world compared to the mining world. Just just slightly, just not much. Slightly. But <laughs> That's right. There is a difference in pay. Um, there also is a difference in roster, which I notice all the time when I mm. come back for TAFE. And, you know, we all have, we're all all doing Monday to Friday with only Saturday and Sunday off, and they-
1: what, two days. what what did you that? do? In two days? <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. And uh, one time was at TAFE over Easter and all the like boys at TAFE got super excited that oh my gosh, we've got four day weekend. We got Friday and Monday off and I was like you can't even go anywhere in four days. I can't even get anything yeah. done. <laughs> I was like I need minimum my, five. <laughs> yeah, four
1: days, that's my short break. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: The short break is everyone, you know, comes back to work after yeah. the short break said, "Oh, that wasn't much but good."
1: <laughs> on the other hand too, they don't have to travel Twelve hours to get back there, no. so there's a couple of days, and um, they're home every night, they're home so every they night, could yeah. go for a surf if they finish. In. Can you surf
0: here? Um, not not in regland. We're Red in the bay, but go now up north to Sunny Coast. Plenty of surfing yeah. there, but um, but yeah, I know what you're saying. there. they're home every night, so it's mm. not as so it's something special to, to them. Yeah, well, yeah. they don't. They probably don't appreciate it as much as I do. Like when I'm home for my mm. tape blocks, it's kind of a very valuable time. I get to be at home. For dinner every night and you know i can see my friends any day of the week we don't have to plan two weeks in advance when we're going to catch up <laughs> yeah They've <that's laughs>
1: synchronized rosters yeah, yeah i have
0: to send them um, i send them a copy of my roster and i'm just like text me in the white patches like yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about if there's yellow if you see any yellow parts don't even bother texting yeah. me because yeah. i'm not I'm out of your world <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and don't even if you do try and text me i won't get it because i'm underground so yeah just pointless yes yeah, that's it Uh, So, um,
1: how was it going actually underground for the first time?
0: Okay, so this is where the real miner comes into it. (laughs) Hey, real miner. So, the real miner and my tradesman, Dale, they were our first two tradesmen we had at Broadmeadow Underground. So, when we started, when um, the other apprentice and I started, um, Talise, her name is, she's a fitter at Broadmeadows, and um, we began at the same time, and um, so her and I first started um, our first ever day underground. It was And that. how old were you? We were. I was nineteen, and she was only seventeen, I think. So she she just finished school, and come straight out of wow. straight out of school, straight into apprenticeship. So um, yeah, good on her for getting organised. Yeah, <laughs> I messed around for two years, but I oh well. Oh, you needed to have that bottle with your dad. <laughs> yeah, to, exactly. Yeah, I, make had the to, plan. I had to plan. Yeah. I had to learn a lot about myself. That's right. And um, yeah, so our first ever day underground, it was our first ever 12 and a half hour shift. Um, So
1: straight into
0: it. Straight into it, straight onto, uh, well, we'd been at Broadmeadows five months, but we hadn't been, we hadn't had our underground induction and we'd just been like sort of on probation, just on the surface working. And you weren't
1: doing 12-hour shifts? No, we are doing
0: just eight hours Monday to Friday. So we eased in. We got eased into it. Kind of like a real
1: job, that is. Yeah, it was. It was a normal job. But you don't
0: get to go home every night. No. So um, I was super excited about starting on shift just Mm -hmm. because of the days off and um, things like that. So, yeah, we went um, underground. I remember it was the start of our Pajama Day tour. It was a Wednesday. And... Um, I just remember going down in the. We went down in the PJB. I even know what PJB it was. I remember weird things like that. And what is it? PJB seven, <laughs> two thousand seven. And what is a PJB? Um, it's like a, it's an underground vehicle. Um, it's a bit smaller than a drift runner. So the drift runners, which is a drifty, drifty, drifty. Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> so smaller than a drifty. Yeah, it only yep. has four seats. Um, and it's more. It's got sort of a Ute tray, so you can. It's more for putting, you know, items on and stuff like that. So that's why the trades usually get the PJB and not the drifty. So they right. can put tools and parts down and, and whatever. And the real miner can take his 20,000 drums of oil down in, <laughs> it, in it. And, um, yeah, I just remember it was, because it was a day shift, it was just, you know, bright sunshine as it is out, out west there. Just, like, your eyes pretty much stinging from the sunlight. And then you just drive in and it's just all of a sudden pitch black like you you put your hand in front of your face and you can't even see it and I was just like whoa where are we like in another world it's like we just just completely change of environment and um I didn't get claustrophobic and I don't think I have claustrophobia because I lived on a boat with my parents on and off for like years at a time
1: Mm. so in a small space small space
0: um you know very uh, the environmental conditions out there are very different, but still you know heaps heaps of environmental factors to consider when you 're on a boat as well as underground and um yeah it was I really enjoyed it like i I really liked being down there, and i didn 't know what it was and i um it was just cool feeling because I knew that um I knew that it, I was getting something out of it, really like an important trade at the end of the day and I knew that not many young girls would have this opportunity to go down here and and work in these conditions and, yeah, I knew I was getting something out of it, I think.
1: Oh, wow. So I interviewed two underground miners, Mm -hmm. real miners.
0: Real miners. um, (laughs)
1: Last week in episode 32. If you want to listen to that, head to madmumsy.com forward slash beers32, the -hmm. number three two. I haven't edited that as we speak but that was hilarious. <laughs> and I learnt a lot yeah. about that. But they I expected there'd be lighting plants under there to light it up. Mm-hmm. But they said where they were anyway. You could really only see where you torch your torch
0: on your hard hat. Yeah. Or oh, your
1: cap. Yeah. Cap what so you turn that on and you can see. Yeah. And um is that how it's Yeah, pretty feel?
0: much. Um hmm. it's just you have one cup lamp and it's sort of just like a tunnel vision light, so it's only where you point your light. You try not to point it in people's eyes because Mm. it will blind them because they are very bright. Um. So the etiquette?
1: yeah Yeah. that's what they said when you're talking to an underground miner if they're kind of just looking off to the side of it they're still listening because of their hat yeah the
0: light that might not be on their head yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) they're still listening to you don't worry even if they're just not looking at you um yeah yeah, that's part of it as well i guess um there's a lot of a lot of factors down there to consider and yeah that's just one of them i mean
1: there's what else you can tell us what other parts you feel
0: like heaps um especially
1: the ones that you weren't expecting i guess
0: yeah i guess i wasn't one of the biggest things i wasn't expecting is the ground is really uneven like obviously you know sometimes they've got bricks down there to fill holes up sometimes there's holes down there that they don't even know about sometimes them um it could be like huge slabs of coal that have fallen out under the like mesh of the rip from the ribs um Or sometimes there could be heaps of water in there, you know um and you 're walking you know squidging through all the water <laughs> um i so those are the ground um the roof conditions you 're always like checking the roof um the deputies have been really good at broad meadows with um showing us about the strata conditions and teaching us what to look out for and what to like listen to if you hear changes in it um and so you if,
1: can. Can you hear the walls and the roof creaking and talking to you? Yeah, Linda? you
0: can definitely. Um, in the long wall where I am at the moment, you can. It's a lot of cracking and lot of thunder-like noises. And so, first few days down in the long wall, that really scared me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. I found out that's just normal, so yeah. you don't pan- you don't panic about that after yeah. a while.
1: I suppose panicking could be one of the worst things
0: yeah true and um i definitely don't recommend it if you know you're scared of the dark or claustrophobic or anything like that because mm. it's probably not you won't feel very comfortable yeah down and there. it's probably
1: not something you can just get you know, i suppose if you keep doing it you'd get used to yeah. it. yeah but um yeah i've got a fear of heights and mm. it doesn't matter what i do i don't think if I jumped out of a plane every day, I'd get over it. <laughs> no, exactly.
0: And it's—I um, guess it's also like thinking about the other people down there as well. If you're stressed out and um, you know panicked, your tradesmen or your fellow operators that are going to be—you know—have that in the back of their head and going to be thinking about how you're doing the whole time. Whereas if you go down there comfortable, you can just focus on the job you have to do. Mm. Um, and yeah, you don't have that in the back of your head. And like, no, no one well, I haven't seen anyone really scared down there and no one shows it. And it is, you know, when I talk to people back here about it, it is a huge deal and it is, like, I guess, sometimes life-threatening mm. to go down there every day in a way. It's not, it's not you know, um, it's not as safe as some other jobs, I guess, but you don't actually ever think about it. You only think about what I've got to do down there today, what jobs I have to do, um, what I have to complete. You, you know what I mean? You, you yeah. don't think about that the whole time, which mm. is good.
1: It just becomes your normal
0: yeah it becomes our normal going normal. into the office every day yeah it's just like that
1: <laughs> yeah 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 sure <laughs> just like that so no aircon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes no air con. now
1: these these sort of things came up last week as well but no aircon, no kettle no kettle no. no kettle no pie warmer no pie warmer no no and what about going to the toilet down there Okay. As as a woman, <laughs> this did come out last week. and It was a bit like weird, but it, these are the sort of things that maybe the questions no one else answers, but mad mumsy will. Okay, you, yeah, you yeah. can ask me because the there's not actual toilets, is there? No,
0: not at Broadmeadows. Um, not yet anyway. Yeah. Think... and I believe a lot of mines are like that too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's none at um Broadmeadows.
1: There is at the surface. There is on yeah. the surface, yeah, yeah. but because you he... can't imagine the office girls not, and boys.
0: Not <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um when yeah and when you're down like say at the end of or the bottom of the panel, you're not going to tr- spend half an hour each way driving in the drift on to go up just to pee, so no, we do everything down there, just like the blokes do, yeah. um, and yeah, we just have. To- we just have to. Yeah. There's and no choice. When you've got to go, <laughs> you've got to go.
1: <laughs> and that's something else to consider. Yeah. If you're thinking, oh, this sounds cool, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you don't like the dark, you don't like, con- um, if you're claustrophobic, yeah. then you can't
0: pee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you're on a toilet,
0: um, don't do it. I don't, know if this, I don't know if this is inappropriate or not, but a lot of the new apprentices have these she Have you heard of them?
1: No, <laughs> I'll say no. I
0: don't. I, something's telling me maybe I have, or maybe I'm imagining what it could be. I don't know. Um, some girls use them as an alternative. So um, what is it? So it's like um, like a bucket. <laughs> it's like a little like cup thing. I think you put in that area, and um, yeah, you can unzip. Like you can just you can just be like a boy with it. I'm pretty sure, and you unzip, yep. and then you can pee. But I haven't, tried I, one of, I haven't tried them out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, don't know if I want I'll to. I'll
1: Google sheewees. Yeah, you maybe. Is that, that what they're called or yeah, that's just what, no, they that's call what them? they're called? No, so. that's what they're called. All right. I'll Google them and I'll leave a link in the show notes. And the show notes for this episode will be at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 33. 33. 33. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Wow, sheewees.
0: So, yeah, hmm. that might be okay. a, a good... I might need one your, of those because it's a long podcast. way back
1: to the crib hop for us. But the thing with us is it can get dangerous. There was um, someone in WA who actually her truck rolled away while she was under it having a pee and died. Oh,
0: my so, goodness.
1: So I know on some sites they just ban it. You were just not allowed to just pull up.
0: No. Uh,
1: turn your truck on an angle where no one's watching till you look up and go oh my god all the other trucks are driving past (laughs) up (laughs) there or someone comes over in on night shift in their car you're right over here oh yes I'm fine thanks (laughs) off you go um yeah but or just drive back to the crew part but like Mm. you say it can be a fair way yeah yeah Yeah. it's um
0: it's sometimes you don't want to do the drive (laughs) sometimes (laughs) you just
1: do
0: it. Yeah. I actually had, when the new apprentices started at Broad Meadows, um they asked me that same question. They said, So, seriously, where do you go to the toilet? No, that's then. right, see, it is. I just concern. say, Where everyone else goes. That was my answer. I was like, If you see the place going somewhere, you can go there too. Like, <laughs> as yeah. simple as that go into yeah. another cut through or hide behind, you know, some Braddis and just, that's yeah. what you got to do.
1: <laughs> so, um, you're you've been there doing it for a couple of years now mm-hmm. so you're like one of the experienced old hands when the
0: new apprentices turn up
1: yeah Talese do you and help I them would... out do you have to uh mentor them at all or
0: um yeah there's a bit of that talisa and i like to think we're the old hands at broad i don't yeah. know if we are but we, we we've given ourselves self-titled <laughs> are there any other apprentices there that say are in their fourth year no no so, we're, so you're, you're um talisa and i yeah we started there at broad meadows and we've been the first two that I'd had in a while so we're the oldest yeah. ones there at the moment is that
1: on your crew or is that
0: oh that's throughout the whole site oh okay yeah, yeah. so yeah um you just
1: happen to both be on the same crew yeah,
0: yeah. we got put there together when we first started probably that's a, for good a bit scene. of support yeah. as well because we're the only two girl apprentices there and yeah, yeah. no it's really nice um yeah then when these new apprentices started um I tried, I guess that was part of my award yesterday as well. Um, I tried to help them out as much as I could with um, getting them started and, you know, getting their underground belts ready with their um, tools and things like that. And pretty much, um, yeah, I I hope they feel like, and if they're listening, I hope they feel like they can come and chat to me about anything, any Mm. concerns or problems they have or if they want any advice on um, any topics and or if they're having troubles with someone, I hope that they feel like they can come up and see me about it because I'm always willing to talk to them yep. i'm not I don't always see them because of due to the different crews and changes, but yeah, I really hope they do feel like they're comfortable enough to come and see me
1: oh oh, that's lovely
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um who did that for you if there there were no women down there
0: um so well, I'm really thankful that Talisa and I had each other because at the start yeah. it was us and um, our apprentice master at the time. He'd only he got to Broadmeadows. It was his first day, the same day as ours' first day. So we were all. Oh, and he was looking after you. Yeah. Oh. So it was all fresh. He um, he'd come over from Crynum, so it was his first um, day at Broadmeadows. Same day as ours. So um, we kind of it was a bit bit new to us all and I'm really thankful that I had Talisa because her and I helped each other out we figured mm. things out we did our training stuff um and we just had each other as sort of moral support because yeah. was the only other chicks on site were you know in the admin in the offices and stuff so they weren't out in the field with us mm. so it was really good and I will like heads up to like our tradies they yeah uh, oh. you know, heads up um what do you get to say yeah, shout out. Shout out to shout the out train. Out. No, <laughs> go don't they? They think they're good enough as it is. Okay, we won't. Do. No, no, more, real no, minor more pray, no more praise. <laughs> no, no, you just say as it is, like yeah. whatever you, whatever, you Well, know. They, they helped us a lot, especially um, with getting to the next level of, like, qualification, getting off our pink hats. So pink hats is, like, inexperienced minor, you know, Everyone watches out for pink hats because they're very new down there. Oh, so it's not just a girl thing. No, it wasn't in, just in a girl the thing. In
1: the open cup, we could get pink hard hat. Oh, could yeah, you? Yeah, no. special McGrath Foundation oh, nice. uh, fundraising cool. one.
0: Freshman. Yeah, That's good. That's yeah, good. that's why I don't want a pink hat. I yeah. haven't got
1: one now. I've got a new one.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Get that one back. If
1: anyone's <laughs> listening, Mad Mumsy wants a pink hard hat. I'm
0: going to give you my old one. It's oh. got some um, drawings on it. Oh. You can have it. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> um, so pink is for inexperienced really men. yeah. Yeah, brand yep. new miners like und- underground miners. Um you have to spend forty eight shifts minimum on your pink arm.
1: Right. It's really good that they do that. Yeah, and you yeah. have to
0: write a log book and um that's where the real miner and Dale comes into it because they helped us write our log books every day and we um and they
1: have to sign off. They have to on sign that, off yeah. on
0: the work and pretty much stay that we've been down there for 12 and a half hours which we had been and yeah. um because they'd been with us and also with the pink the other new factor that comes into it as well with being underground is um the real miner and my tradesman they couldn't leave our site <laughs> they don't worry when yeah. we went to pee they left us alone <laughs> they didn't have to come there but pretty much we couldn't leave their site the whole time we're on our pink hat so yeah. um they had little ghosts following them around, like little shadows following them around <laughs> Where, everywhere where's they Where's the light? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Even if it's, even if they, um, they wanted to be by themselves, we had to go with them. So <laughs> oh, that was wow. fun for them. I didn't know that.
1: That's yeah, yeah. That makes it even more yeah. No yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, well, we got a lot of experience because we were down with them at every job that they had to go to. So it was that was awesome. That part yeah. of it was cool. Um, now it's good because we're on our yellow hats. And, um, you know, and is that next that's stage? That's the next stage. So you go from your pink hat to your yellow hat. And um, your yellow hat's really cool. Like, I think it's awesome because you get that independence. So yeah. if your tradesman says to you, you know, like, can you go up to the, you know, maintenance pod and grab that, for me you can go up there get it bring it back to him mm. or if he um yeah if you need to like drive someone out in the drift runner or go and pick up people like you can do that you got a lot more independence and yeah. um
1: and you're a bit more useful to everyone yeah yeah of pe- like, use useful yeah that no, sounded a bit use- harsh, no you know useful I mean? like, we are we yeah. are more
0: useful now because otherwise
1: like, you both have to go up to get the part yeah
0: yeah and um, yeah, it's kind of you know taking double the time, whereas you can be doing one thing and they can be doing another thing, and you, yep. you're still achieving jobs. So yeah. it's um, I really like being on my yellow hat. Um, the next stage now is white hat. Um, I'm not sure when we'll go into that, but yeah, that's our next goal to get onto that.
1: And is that the last one? That's the last one. That's yeah, that's like
0: that's whatever old that's
1: what school. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so when um,
1: when you change mine sites, like the real miners. Is- uh, not at your site anymore. So when he goes to a new site, mm-hmm. does he have to wear a pink hat for, or do you know? Does he have to wear a pink hat for those forty-eight shifts, or is it? Oh, shut up! You,
0: no, uh, I'm, you know I'm not answer? sure. You can keep talking. <laughs> yeah. I was giving you that look because oh, I right. was trying to figure it out. Um, I think Broadmeadows. Each site, I believe. This is because I don't. I don't know. I've been to another site, but I believe each site has their own different you know, um process. So broad meadows goes pink, yellow, white, but where he is now might be might be different process. And it
1: might be if you are already an experienced underground miner who's been doing it for fifteen years or something. Yeah, you don't you don't have to go pink. No.
0: You probably if it was the same where he's at now, he'd probably get to bypass pink and yellow and go straight to white, I would say. Or
1: they might have orange if it means you've just started at this mine. That, that but you just have to wear that yeah. for a week and so everyone knows he doesn't know where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> will she. We'll have yeah. to
0: um call him in and ask him these questions. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'll leave I oh, will
1: put the answer in the show notes. Okay. I'll ask a real mine Yeah, and ask the real mine and
0: see and I hope that um whoever he has as an apprentice now is making him just as good yeah. of coffees as what I did. Oh so <laughs> wink wink you <laughs> had to do that as well. Yeah. Or you yeah. chose it? there's no one? kettle. No, we have, have thermos, like, little, you know, hot water thermos. And, um, yeah, that was, until my job, to make our tradesman coffee. Yep, that <laughs> Every... sounds extremely sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the real wonder about that. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you can understand that that's... Yeah, but that was part of the laugh of it, and that's why we all thought yeah. it was funny when we, her, her and I are staring their coffees and... You know, yeah. walking around with them, giving it to them, but but they fun. probably would have
1: done that if it was a bloke apprentice, I'm sure, role. I'm
0: sure, yeah. I'm sure it's the apprentice title, not the female title at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's the left handed screwdriver and all, yeah, that. like
0: in across all industries, yeah, <laughs> it's not just. The I, real
1: minor making you make him a coffee.
0: No, and I did make the mistake. Like, this was my fault completely. I made the mistake and I told them that I used to um, work in a cafe and <laughs> run a cafe and I it was a qualified barista, so that wasn't that oh, was right. the smartest move on my behalf.
1: That's it. We have a rule that he made up, I might say, mm-hmm. that when we're at my house, I make the coffee. When we're at his house, he makes the coffee. Okay. Trouble is, we're hardly ever at his house. <laughs> he says, well, if you come to my house more often, I'll make you coffee. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: dear. We were, I was at his place a while ago, and um, one of his mates rocked up, and he he was making coffee or I, – I don't know. I think he thought I was going to go make the coffee, <laughs> and I said uh, – yeah, I'll have it. Yeah, maybe yeah. one more then his <laughs> one mate looked at him. and like, no, we got rules, mate. <laughs> you, you, you don't know these rules. No.
0: <laughs>
1: oh dear, the, that's funny. The
0: relationship contract agreement. Yeah. Thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta, you know, you gotta figure those out. Welcome, Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group to Team Mad Mumsy. Julia is my awesome accountant. She has written two books with financial expert Noel Whitaker and has a passion to help us miners make the most out of our hard-earned cash. Head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners, that's B-A-N-T-A-C-S, to download your free miners booklet and a spreadsheet that will help you calculate the weight of your tools you need for your job. Why, you ask? You might be able to hitchhike a ride with them and claim your trips to work. Sounds confusing? Not at all. Just head over to bantax.com.au and let Julia and the team help you out. You will also find loads of free information and advice on property investing if you plan to really do some great things with your money. Again, that's bantax.com.au forward slash minors and tell them Mad Mumsy sent me. That all sounds fun and dandy and you you liked the darkness and you could handle the um claustrophobic side of it and you made good coffee (laughs) (laughs) and you had great tradies to look after you which is awesome and it's really as the real miner's partner and you know he tells me how great he is all the time of course (laughs) course, (laughs) but it's really nice to hear that and yeah yeah, he's a good person but um what did you struggle with the most Let's hear some of the other side of the stories. And perhaps um, that you needed to sit down and have I I don't know. What did you struggle with the most?
0: Um, That's a difficult one because I try and... Like, I try. I'm not sure if I'm the best at it, but I try and maintain a positive attitude all the time at work because you don't really want to turn up to work and being a grump and be unhappy and be a bit sour. Even even you might be feeling that inside, but you don't want to do that because you're all down there together. You're stuck down there together for the whole shift. There's no way you can escape to so you may as well make the most out of it. You may as well make people laugh. You may as well make them smile because you know, they don't want to be hanging around someone that's grumpy or mm. you know, shitty with them or, you know, something like that. So um I try and yeah, see the positive sides of it. Um probably probably the the shift work I guess was the thing I had to adjust to the most because I'd never done 12 and a half hour night shifts before yeah and not that it not that it was a bad thing it was just pretty much adapting to it changing sort of your sleep patterns your sleep habits um, when you when we came off uh, shift like you had to readjust to normal life and come back come back to Brisbane and you know everyone was just this you know doing the same thing had Plenty of sleep, eight hours sleep before they come and pick you up from the airport and here you are, like, cold in your know. eyes open. <laughs> like, you're like, how are, you, how are you being so normal? Like, I feel like a zombie right now. So I think um, adjusting to that was probably the, the hardest thing, but... Mm. I've overcome that and now I can sleep like eight hours straight through. As much to some people's um, disappointment at work, I can sleep eight hours straight through yeah. during the day. I can sleep at night for day shifts, so I've adjusted to it really well. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just exhausted from working so hard. Oh, well, because you're a bloody real miner, are a bloody I'm real, real cleaner, because, like, we're a real <laughs> miner, <Yeah>. so um, <laughs> we just work that hard, and maybe I can just sleep. <laughs> no, I don't
1: know. But yeah, well, no, well, that's the point. Like if you've mm. had a hard day, you, you just lay down and go bed. Yeah, you are. No matter what you do. Yeah. yeah.
0: And um also I think the heat down there because it's mm. really hot obviously, it takes it takes it out of you as well.
1: See, you say obviously. So it's really hot underground.
0: Yeah, yeah, very hot.
1: Yeah. Um, and hu-
0: like steamy hot? humidity. Yeah, it's more the humidity that that kills you, not so much the temperature, it's just cuz there's so much moisture down there, that mm. that's Really, I think, why you, you sweat so much. Um, I could tell you another personal story about... <laughs> oh, we love stories on um, Beers
1: with the Minor Podcast.
0: <laughs> and heat with well, being a female. Um, yeah, you get a lot of, like, just everything rubs through raw, like, pretty much, because, you know, your belt's rubbing on you, sweat's dripping down your back, coals dripping down your back, and so you get a lot of, like, heat, heat rushes. And one time... I was um, wearing what I thought was a comfortable Bonds bra. No offense, yeah. Bonds, but I thought it was a comfortable one, and i have been wearing it for ages, and um, it actually, like, rubbed through the material to the wire, and then the wire started rubbing on my skin. I actually got, like, a pretty big, well, not big, but the scar from that. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh. that's that's one thing women to make note of when you Get some bras with, like, no wire, just like those sports crop-top bras. Yeah, that's, them.
1: that's what I wear because yeah. they're the most comfy.
0: I still I still wear the Bonds ones, but I just chose to, the without the wire, <laughs> just the crop-top sports ones because yeah. they're the best.
1: Wow. Um, the boys, I'm sure they brought that up last week um, about the rubbing. Mm. And sometimes they um, used to just wear shorts, like board shorts they were allowed to back in the day. Oh, okay. They'd just wear board shorts mm-hmm. because... You, they were in the wet, they were sweating. Yeah. They said the board shorts would dry off. So you yeah. wear big, long work mm. pants, but you know, times have changed yeah, since it's then. All full, I'm sure. We're not
0: not that mm. wear board shorts no. down no, hole anymore. No, it would be fantastic. But, yeah. Um, but
1: that is, no, yeah, thanks for sharing that because that is, that is something else.
0: Oh, it's just well. And it's
1: well, a long 12 and a half hours. It's, it's a long t- 12 and a half Wires, rubber? <laughs> yeah. <Are you>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> well, um. No, it's just I guess that's the topic of the week is women celebrating women right. in industries, and we we got a big dose of that yesterday. So I thought yeah. I'd just share another personal female side of things because I'm sure yeah. you get all the bloke side of things, but you don't hear many chicks. That's right. About no, it. I've I've got a few,
1: um, but none as young as you, as yet, and not underground. See, okay. yes, it, it's funny because my last interview with the boys was. Um, last week, yep. underground, my yep. first undergrounders, and now here the universe has delivered you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be the episode after that. Awesome. So, that, of course, the real minor won't come on. No. Oh, well, no. uh, we no. could do a double interview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We could tell some stories about you, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So um, I take it from that you've never had a moment where you think, what am I doing here? Do I really want to do this? Is there something no. else?
0: No, no, way, that's awesome. Um, I don't know what it is, but I'm a bit like impulsive. Once I decide something in my head, I just like go out and do it, whatever, whatever, the you know, whatever it takes. Once I decide, okay, that's the right thing to do, I'm sure of that. And then, like, when I got down there and I was so totally comfortable, I thought, oh, this must be, this mm. must be it, this must be right for me. And I've never been down there, and so oh god, why am I here? Because I just enjoy it, and I know what I'm, I know what I'm getting out of it. I know what, I'm, what ticket I'm getting at the um. In the end of the four years and it's so totally worth it oh, yeah.
1: that is so nice to hear Oh yeah yeah and you would be a breath of fresh air and see this is another thing that women bring is and i've heard this and i'm i'm like you i try to be the positive the yeah. positive one i certainly have my moments and, yeah oh, you know we'll and different do. sites different days different yeah. people you know and i've changed in the i think it's 13 years now I've been doing it, mm-hmm. you know, from when I started mm-hmm. um, to now, mm-hmm. you know, I, I nearly quit many, well, a couple of yeah. times. I did. I took my VR, never to return to mining, yeah. and then I went, "Oh, you don't get paid much in a dress shop. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back. But that's another story. But um, it really is good to hear that you're doing something that you love, so yeah. therefore you take that passion with you underground with your crew mm-hmm. and they pick that up and so with the new people that are starting so you can come here and love your job yeah and even if you even if you are one of those people that think i'm only here for three to five years well you might as well enjoy those three to five exactly
0: years. right well you're there yeah. have
1: a bit of fun plan ahead i won't go yeah. on because that's what i go on about all the time my listeners know that but,
0: but yeah how many
1: are on your crew um
0: well i'm on like what department because there's um, three different departments
1: in your immediate Crew that you the work moment, with, say in the longwall.
0: In the longwall, um, at the moment, there's about twelve of us. I would yeah, say there's yeah. uh, um the longwall. There's a few more. There's like two fitters, two electricians. So I've got double double trade yeah tradesmen um plus about eight eight or so operators as yeah. well yeah.
1: So it's still a pretty tight knit group. Yeah, and it, oh for sure. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I picked up from the interview last week. Was um. That you all watch out for each other. Yeah. Down there, you all have to have each other's back. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And um, you sort of, yeah, can't afford to be a wanderer. You sort of have to be a team player because at the end of the day, those people are going to be there when you need them the most. So Mm. there's no point in, I I don't think there's any point in puffing your chest out and being a man and having a blue with someone because you never know, that person might be the one getting you out of there. You know, yeah so you never know what's
1: going to happen exactly
0: so yeah if if you have a problem with someone just sort it out civilly. like don't mm. go and try and be a big hero and throw tantrums and throw stuff around about it because that's not going to help either no, of you
1: that's right and that's in life not just yeah in an underground coal mine no <laughs> and I
0: suppose it's more yeah tough man's mentality down there especially but most are pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, uh, what
1: about the mysterious eyeliner look? Do you ha- do you get that? Yes, I do. You do, and yeah. like, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's like you got
1: your eyeliner tattooed on. Pretty
0: much, um, yeah, yeah. You get some good, interesting looks, like when you get off the plane and it's still all around your eyes and everywhere. You get some pretty, yeah. Like people think, wow, you really can't do makeup. You shouldn't even. You shouldn't even <laughs> try. You can't do that very well.
1: <laughs> I used to. We. I've never had that problem coal mining, because yeah. we're not in the cold that much. <laughs> I can hear the real miner going, yeah, you're never in the goal, <laughs> But um, I get circles under my eyes, oh, especially okay. after night shift. And mm-hmm. I've always had eye issues my whole life, but yep. the dark circles under my eyes. And I used to go, we had a, a butcher, sadly they've closed now in our little town, and I used to go in there and they'd... Um, Especially the wife, she go, "Oh, hello, dear, you're back," and I say, yeah, She goes, "Oh, you look so tired," <laughs> and I would just say, "Well, you probably look like this too if you'd just done seven nights." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, can I have some steak? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't help. Like, yeah. I know what I look like. Yeah, don't yeah. Tell me, I look like crap. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the real has said to me, "Because I've never seen him with the the black eyes." Black eyes. And we all used to um, eat at the same camp mm-hmm. when I was at the other one. And um, so I'd have dinner with your lot, which was <laughs> so much fun. And I'd just shut up and listen. It was hilarious yeah. listening mm-hmm. to them it like they were from another planet, <laughs> planet, underground. And I asked him, I said, how come some of them got the real, he goes, well, the ones with that are the ones who don't wash themselves properly.
0: So oh, that's, what that he, ex- <laughs>
1: that's what he said I, I said what really He goes no i are just going to scrub a bit better
0: uh, Okay um, <laughs> <Comment>? I, uh, <laughs> um. I believe Because now I'm in the long wall, And I used to be in development With the real miner yep. um, Development There's not as much dust Swirling around the air As there right. is in the long wall. Yes. So the long wall fellas Get it a bit bit worse. No, the development people don't get me wrong, still work just as hard. I'm not saying you don't work real minor but yeah, there's a lot more dust in the air so that's right. why the long. because they're the ones that
1: are actually cutting
0: coal. Yeah, our development's right? cutting coal too. I oh, thought mm. they're just getting it ready no, for the longer ones well to come in. They are, but they're still cutting, but yeah it's just um, the whole... Like the long wall's gone along the whole face, three hundred meters, whereas development's just cutting, you know, the roadways out, so it's not as much. But it's still cold, but it's yeah, yeah, and they're still putting on, like they're still putting on the belt.
1: <laughs> yeah, still putting on the belt, and still getting eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, on. yeah, yeah.
0: But just um that's probably the difference in what you saw.
1: Yeah. So, but that's something else to think about as well. Yeah. If, um, yeah, true. If you've got sensitive eyes, oh, yeah. I don't think I could do it. I know I couldn't. I. I have to have my safety glasses on out at work, mm-hmm. which you are meant to anyway, right? Yep. But even at the crib part or whatever, because just dust mm. it might not be coal dust. Sometimes it is. <laughs> but dirt dust, yeah. gravel dust. Gravel, and gravel the wind up. and just yeah. in general in my life, I yeah. have to have some sort of glasses on most of the time yeah okay. so for me to work underground makes my eyes water just thinking about it yeah so that's something else to consider
0: yeah and um in the long haul I noticed like some of the fellas wear like goggles because yep. and like it obviously seals off your whole eye so it's not exposed to anything some wear safety glasses but yeah it is a bit if you've got problems with your eyes it's yeah. one you would have to probably wash them out at the end of every shift, like with a, like, proper eye wash and things like that because, yeah. yeah, you don't want that sitting sitting in there. Yeah, it does go it's in the really actual, abrasive yeah, too, isn't it? Yeah, as we <coughs> can tell by our skin when, yeah. when we finish a day's work. And you, yeah, right, so it's like exfoliating. Yeah, very, exfoli- <laughs> very exfoliating. Um, my cousin, she's a beauty therapist, and yeah. um, she... Every time I'm home almost, she comes over and does a facial on me. And awesome. Yeah, oh, it's, it's wonderful. I'm glad she's so... Is she, she... going to be here any minute? No. No, <laughs> Do you want me to ring her up? Yeah. She'd, she'd do them cheap <laughs> for you. She's only just qualified, so she'll do it pretty cheap. That's and right. um, she, like, every time I come home, she, like, does, you know, everything. She looks at the water, and it's just all brown and black. And she's like, <gasps> "Wow, what... What do you have on? Have you left your makeup on for, like, three days? I'm like, no, I've got no makeup. And she's like, why is this water, like, so murky? And I'm like, that's well, it's just all the stuff, you know, embedded in your pores coming out of yeah. your skin. Nothing so to
1: consider, ladies. Yeah. And when you <laughs> are out at work then, what is your um, skincare routine? Do you cleanse and everything when you're out there? Yeah, I do. And, um, and, and it still comes out, yeah. even though you do it every night? Yeah,
0: I think just the products and probably she does it for a bit longer. and oh, right, probably yeah. She knows the right techniques on um, what to do, but, um, yeah. yeah, she managed to extract extract it all out. Just even more. That's a, yeah. good, that's a good idea. Mm. Yeah, oh, to have one of those so, every... So thankful she's around the corner. Yeah. And she's not like a, you know, doesn't own her own salon and hugely successful, so she's got time to fit me in. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, she's awesome. a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you
1: find it physically? Because I know in my job I could really handle a massage every day. Well, every couple of breaks at least yeah. because we're bouncing around so much and you know steering and it, yeah. and it can big rocks coming in smashing us mm. So it can really physically do your your neck, your yeah. shoulders, your back. You know, you have to have pretty good core strength at times. Yeah, depends on your site and how many graders that they yeah. operate and yeah. stuff like that. But for you.
0: Um, physically, it is very challenging. Um, your legs certainly get a workout every single day. You don't ever really need to go to the gym and do your legs because they're <laughs> working. They're walking all day and all night long. Um, yeah, physically, you, you're quite sore. I mean, yeah, it depends what you did that day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're lifting lots of heavy things and that, you've got to make sure you do. You know, use the correct lifting technique and um, so you don't damage anything. Obviously, yeah. so you don't want any injuries at work. But, yeah, f- yeah, physically it's pretty draining. And I think just, due, again, due to that heat factor and walking around and unstable ground and, you know...
1: And you've got to carry that...
0: Tool belt and your rescuer. Your rescuer. Rescuer mm. and all your tools on your belt. So that's another, you know, weight sitting around you on your hips. Yeah. Do you get bruises on your hips from them? No, just mainly just really, like, just rashes just from the heat. Yeah, right. I mean, you can... Talcum powder and whatever, but yeah, you still still get them just from I think the sweat, yeah, and, and yeah, it rubbing on your skin,
1: mm. but
0: yeah, that's fun. It sounds
1: more appealing the more we're talking, yeah. <laughs> we're really gonna win the women over here. Get down underground, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying oh. to, trying to convince them, yeah. So, are there other roles that they could, that women could do? Other do you think now that you because you actually are one that is working down there, mm. other than? say, a tradie?
0: Um, well, the only two, like, two types of jobs, a tradesman or operator down there. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: the operator, like, I take my hat off. There's a lady just um, doing a traineeship down there. Yeah. And I take my hat off to her because there are, those operators left a lot of heavy equipment, like, all day, every day. Like, not, not being sexist in any way, but we are genuinely weaker. Like, yeah, that's a fact. Uh, yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> not being
1: sexist. Although is. some women are stronger than some men. and Yeah. You know.
0: But o- overall, as the majority yeah. goes, um, we are. So I, yeah, like, shout out to those ladies down there because that's really hard work and really difficult mm. all the time. Like, we have to lift heavy stuff, but it's, it might be, you know, only a couple of times a day, not all day, every day. Like, they have to.
1: So being so an operator underground isn't like being, like, I'm an operator, Yeah, but I sit in a truck. Or I used to, I don't do a grader now, I've chosen to let yeah. that one slide, yeah. But grader, loader, and stuff. So you're operating a machine, yeah. But they operate a machine, but what is the physical stuff that they do? Oh, um, well, they, the lifting, what, what do they have to lift?
0: Um, that's so heavy? some of the operators, like they'll be in Man Basket someday, um, and putting stuff up on the roof, like with. Sh- um, holding them up with ratchet straps, whether it be cables or hosing or pipe work so they 'll be doing all that um in the long wall They have to like push um pull like structure like shorten the belt um which is all heavy heavy metal stuff um They have to take down parts of the monorail, which is what the cables and everything sit on, and that 's super heavy um in development. They will have to like you know put bolts up and um, bolt the like, you know, roof up on the miner, um, and yeah, just nothing down there was light. Like yeah. every everything is just heavy. Nothing there's nothing really down there that's light. So there's no light to see. Yeah, and nothing is
1: light. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. I, I hadn't even thought about that. No, that's, yeah. it's hard. And is it noisy? Yes, very. See, noisy. I hadn't thought of noise until last week.
0: No. When very the boys said, no,
1: it's very noisy. i like, yeah. what do you mean? Oh, really? I
0: mean, yeah. I never thought of that. I think because of, like, again, because it's tunnels as well, like, and obviously sound goes through it. Um, also the ventilation, mm. the fans are extremely loud. Um, you know, in the mine, And you like
1: that noise because that means...
0: Means, it means everything's going. Everything's, oh, and it's yeah, going you got out, yeah, and you got taken out of bad air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the fans, um, in the long wall, the the shear is really loud when it's cutting along the face. That's super loud. Like you, you constantly got earplugs in, regardless. Um, yeah, no, there is a lot of loud and loaders and drift runners. They're even loud when they're going past, mm. like the cut-throughs and that. Yeah, every, everything's just loud. Yeah, noisy uh-huh. makes a noise.
1: Yeah something else to say.
0: It's, yeah. it, it's, it's good to do because
1: yeah. to me it's just been a whole other world. Mm. My sister's partner is mm. a jumbo operator mm-hmm. in WA, in yeah. Hard Rock and they drill underground. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. One of the big machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he doesn't like to have the light, lights off at home. And when they when they first met she... she did a nice romantic dinner. Put the candles on. Turned on the lights, and he came in. Tur- turned off the lights. She did. Yeah. He came in, turned on the lights, and said, "I've been in the dark for two weeks."
0: Yeah, don't want to. Be I, don't time. want to be in the dark <laughs>
1: at home. Have you? Have you had that?
0: Um, yeah, I guess probably the thing that is um, most important in my life is like when you go on the water, on the boat, or to the beach, or the sun. just like stings my eyes like it's so bright so constantly wearing sunglasses and sometimes you know when we're even coming just off coming off night shift and on the airplane or at the airport you just got your sunnies on because you just can't handle the light like your eyes are just so sensitive because they haven't had time to adjust and you're also tired which makes them even more sensitive so literally even some days down here when it's like overcast or a bit glary like I just got my sunglasses on the whole time because Yeah. yeah it just it stings and yeah, really, it's quite painful. So it's not good. That part's not good for No, you.
1: it wouldn't be. And I find even when I do night shift that it's just so nice to see the day when mm, you're on break. Yeah. Because, okay, you've been up all night and it's dark, mm. even where we are. We have lighting plants that light up. Uh, where we're being loaded and yep. where we're being where we're dumping the yep. rest is just basically our headlights on our trucks yep. where we're on the way yep. and at the crew parts are lit up yeah so you know it's light but it's still dark night time yeah. yep. and and then yep. when it's the daylight and the sun's out
0: Trying, You're in your room, asleep, trying, trying, to, trying make to make it, it as dark as, possible, as you can. Yeah, so you are in that dark. You're in the darkness for a whole tour yeah. until you finish, pretty That's much. Because yeah, day shift. Well, underground especially. Oh, day yeah. shift is black. You go out, it's night time. You go to sleep. Night shift, it's you know, trying to make your room as black as possible. Day and then night shift it's all dark down there anyway. Yeah. So regardless of what shift you are on, underground, it's always dark. It's a yeah. week of darkness, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's just, I'm never doing it. (laughs) I kind of wouldn't mind just going down once, go down in a drifty. Yeah. Like, look at me in a drifty. Yeah. Go down in a drifty and go, oh, yeah? It's dark down here. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, there's a miner, there's a thing. Yep. All right, yeah. Let's, let's go. And then go back out and go, Yoo, you know, do the um, Do the rocky thing at yeah. the top of the stairs. <laughs> Done it, <laughs> oh, do yeah. The, yeah, and then that, that's me. I'd be that's, having that's a... Your, if you can arrange career. that, that would be a great thing. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> that would
0: be your career as an underground miner. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> 20 minutes. Let's move on a little. Oh, is there anything else about underground that you are asked a lot about from your friends like what is is there something that we haven't covered that when you're talking about what you do to other people is something that always comes up
0: pretty much everything we've talked about they ask me similar questions yeah and then the people that are nosier like money talk about money nosier (laughs) than
1: mad (laughs) mumsy.
0: no they just talk about money they're like so yeah you must be on good money
1: so, how rich are you? Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. yeah. That thing. And
0: you're like, well, dude, hang on. Like, I know when I'm here, I'm having fun and <laughs> living it up. But up there, you kind of you will do earn it at the end of the day. That's so right. Some days you feel like, Well, I really deserve that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it is good money, but yeah. we bloody work for yeah. it. Even us, open cut.
0: Yeah. Even you. Well, and because we're away this. from home. Yeah. And, and yeah. Things like that. Yeah.
1: And um, as an apprentice, you're probably getting less anyway. Are you then a tradey or Oh yeah, 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 definitely
0: less. Yeah. But it's still yeah, but my it's still apprenticeship and um, my level of qualification is amazing. It's, yeah, yeah.
1: For an appre- it's not like being an apprentice mechanic at the local car shop. Red Cliff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like how you added that in nice. <laughs> it. Um, um, yeah, no for sure. And like when I go to TAFE, I do not talk about my income compared yeah. to them because they're all, you know, house domestic electricians and yeah you know, right. yeah so they're not on much no well, they, they, yeah once they're
1: qualified tradies once they they're get...
0: qualified but yeah they'll be on a bit more but yeah right now at this point in time they're you know apprentices they so yeah getting their don't want to rub, rub no. their noses, no. but yeah. they
1: too could if they choose to oh for sure go and work yeah in underground mine if the opportunity comes up and they're yeah. not always there no
0: exactly yeah.
1: so yeah no yeah. they could so what um Leading on from that, what is your advice to someone who's listening to this and said, "Hell yeah, that's what I'm do. I could do that." Um, how? How you said you got an alert yeah. from Seek. Seek. Yes. So okay.
0: can you just go into what you suggest for that? Okay. Um. If you if I've sold it to you, if you really want to do it, um, I would uh, apply f- or just um go online to the BMA website or or whatever, and sign put your email address in and sign up for the job alerts for the apprenticeships coming up. They do an intake, um, like, in May every year, so you have to get, I think you have to get your application in by the 30th of May, and then it will be for you to start the following year, so in January the following year. So they did one in, they're going to do one in May 2017, and then you'll start in January 2018. So, um, yeah, for sure, go on the BMA website, they do that every year, um... Yeah, you just do do the same process as I said before, what I did.
1: And some of the other large mining companies probably do that as well. Yeah. They, Rio Tinto's, Peabody, yeah. Glencore. Well,
0: yeah, I applied with Anglo-American uh, as yep. well, and it was all very similar process. Yeah. They all did it, yeah, very similarly. So just, yeah, go on to seek and even maybe type in mining apprenticeships as your job yeah, alert, yeah. and then you would get all of them. Mm. So, yeah, definitely go yeah. And do it. Yeah, that's the way. And BMA's trying to get, uh, I think it's 20% by 2020, Mm. I think. Um, 20% of what? 20% female workforce. Sorry. (laughs) That's right. I knew what you (laughs) (laughs) meant. And so chicks, like got a pretty good chance at the moment yeah
1: yeah that's right (laughs) i've
0: got a pretty amazing opportunity to apply for for it all right now and probably go a long way with it yeah i would definitely recommend it to the girls listening yeah if there is any girls listening of course there is (laughs) (laughs) girls and
1: boys yeah Yeah. and you know if even if you're a mum yeah. I don't know so much. Do they do adult apprenticeships? Yes. They yeah, do? they
0: do do adult apprenticeships. Uh, we've got two adult apprentices at our site. Awesome. Yeah, Good and one. they're put in on a third
1: one. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, they That's... do take in adults. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, because you could discuss it with your family and perhaps the m- husband...
0: Yes, for uh, ...could stay
1: home. Yeah. And... He might go. Hell yeah, about time. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I want your cushy job. Yeah, yeah go for it, mate. Eh? Yeah, you get. Make sure you get the kids ready for school. Yeah. I'm going away for a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. talked to this a lot about um, with guys at work, and yeah, like I said to them, I was like, "Do you think times are changing? Do you think like women are going to be the ones working away and?" You know, the dad's going to be the stay-at-home dad. Do you think that's going to happen? They're all like, "Yeah, probably." Like, because yeah. I, I think it just, is happening. Yeah, it is
1: starting to happen.
0: Exactly. Look yeah. at house husbands. That show. Yeah, yeah. they're exactly. all they're all at home. Must yeah. be true. It it's on the deli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's not just like I don't think it's just BMA doing it. It's no. like every every company is doing it right now. They all want a diverse workforce, which is fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Really yeah. cool.
1: Good good times good times so um what do you think it takes for a woman to thrive and survive in the mining industry
0: okay that's a tough one um because of all the factors i said in the show (laughs) you've got to be prepared and very adaptable like you have to adapt to everyone's personality um you've got to be understanding that all blokes aren't going to be a hundred percent happy with you being down there, like especially underground. They're not all going to love it. And but,
1: open cut, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah if it's <laughs> the same with
0: where you work. Um, yeah, they're not all going to. Be, they're not all going to be completely happy because you know we are going in there. We, you know, spicing up their boys' club that's been their boys' club for so long. And so you've got to accept that some guys are going to be like that. Um, you've got to sort of accept that some of them are going to be grumpy some days and. Yeah, you just that's just that's just how it goes. Anyway, there's like every day is going to be different down there. So very adaptable, I would say. Make sure your personality's adaptable, your body's adaptable <laughs> to shift changes and stuff like that. Um, and I think deep down, you do have to have like, uh, a sh- like I don't know how to say this nicely, but a, sh- a strong sort of personality, like secure. You can't be you can't be insecure with yourself. I don't think you can lack in too much confidence because otherwise they'll just you know they'll just get to you. They'll get like every part of you down. You um you just you probably feel well. I hate to say it, brute like blunt. Uh, what's it called? Bluntly. Bluntly and brutally. I <laughs> think you were trying <laughs> to say both. Both at <laughs> the same time. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. They both work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate to say like that but yeah you will fall apart if you don't maintain that secureness if you if you're insecure because you know part of being down there is you know you pay each other out and have laughs about it but if you take that seriously and you take that in you're not going to be able to sleep at night you're going to go home thinking about it you're going to be on your breaks thinking about it and it'll just end up stressing you out so pretty much once you leave the gate like in the mornings or in the evenings once you finish your shift or your tour that's it you forget what happened in there, apart from the learning stuff, remember all the stuff that the tradesman taught. Remember you. the good
1: bits. Yeah, yeah. The,
0: remember the stuff that you need and to the know. Lessons, yeah. Yeah, but um, you forget all that stuff, and you don't take that home with you. That's the most important part. Like you go keep it completely separate, because otherwise, it'll wreck your time at home. And then you'll come back to work, and you won't have, you know, rejuvenate or feel refreshed from your break. And you'll come back with, you know, the same sort of attitude. If not, you might be even feel even lower. So. Yeah, that's really important. Don't let don't let them boys get to you. <laughs> yeah. Don't let you know, if they're in a grumpy mood and they you know, they might they might have a go at you about something, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, if it's something constructive, if they're having a go at you because they're sick of you, you know if it's constructive um yelling, then take it in because they're obviously you've obviously you know, they've obviously held in long enough that now they just have I've Had to tell you so many times, then definitely take it in. But if it's just they're just you know being grumpy because they've had a bad day or something bad's going on behind it's the scenes, stuff
1: can happen. You, yeah. you think it's about you, and it might be something might not that's going be, on at home, you, something you don't even know about. Yeah,
0: exactly. You might just be the closest person at that yeah. time. So don't take any of that stuff to heart ever. Mm. And um, yeah, that's that's really important. And and just respect your tradesmen as well, like that's or trades. People now <laughs> that's what the new word i've got to say, but um I definitely have a lot of respect for them because they're in that position because they have a lot of knowledge and they're gonna be able to they're gonna you know shape who you become as a tradeswoman like that all that knowledge and information and at the end of the day if you like don't listen or don't care they're not gonna show you you know they're not gonna show you everything and then that's gonna um je- like sort of jeopardize your opportunity of becoming a successful tradesperson mm. so yeah listen and respect them and you know even if they're telling you something that another one has told you they might show you a different way to do it a faster technique something of like that so just listen to it just in case
1: mm. just
0: in case one you word you don't is think oh different. yeah i know that yeah exactly yeah definitely don't do that i just every time one of them sits down because they're taking the time out of their day to sit down and explain it to me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna brush them or not listen to them so yeah that's um really important for girls because sometimes you know, sometimes girls, we can be a bit sassy and a bit snarky at certain things. So that's um, another ad- piece of advice I'd give. Like...
1: That's awesome advice. And uh, Mad Mumsy listeners know that that's got a lot to do with why I do what I do, mm-hmm. is because I, did, when I started, I did take everything on board. I didn't join in with their mucking around. I took everything personally. Mm. I was a mess. Mm. I was an emotional mess. Mm. I was dreaming the whole time I was at home. I was dreaming of nightmares about being in the pit. And yep. then I'd wake up and go, oh, my God, I've got to go and do it now. Mm. And I'd get yelled at on the dump and mm. it, and I'd be crying in my truck all the time. And yep. it was so much more than I thought. But I was broken because I just got out of a relationship six weeks later. I'm driving a truck on a crew of 60 men. Yeah. You know, I wasn't ready. You know, I it. had no right to be.
0: <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I look back now and it's it's made me who I am today. Exactly. And... It's also inspired me to share not only my story, which is how it started out, but now Mm. other people like yourself's Mm. stories to then help others to see that just because someone's yelling at you, they might not actually hate you personally. No, you just might be in the wrong spot at the wrong time. That's right, and it can be so many things. And just to not take everything personally, join in on their bullshit, yeah, you know they're having a laugh, and yeah, you know exactly. there, there are lines, and you've got to know when to cross them, when not to, when not to yeah. say something because he's that person's there, and yeah, for sure, yeah, there's Definitely. so much to it, but
0: but yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I would encourage everyone to get involved with yeah the the that goes down on the like, can't beat them, join <laughs> them, that's, it, that's right,
1: hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, um, to a certain extent as well, and still still be yourself, bring mm. you to the table mm. as well, yeah, for you sure. know yeah and your morals and ethics right? exactly. you don't want them eroding your deep
0: down core values no but no way stick to them for yeah. sure 100% yeah. all the time and you
1: know like you I'm sure helping other people down there the blokes just have a bit more fun and just just count the fuck down sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah and just chill out yeah let just do it you have you have to have that um that sort of chill out sense as well. Sometimes I don't, I don't do very well with that because <laughs> I don't know. I like being on top of things and organised, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to get this done. Oh, this has to be done. But sometimes you should just take a step back and just chill out. Yeah, breathe. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I agree with that too. Yeah.
1: So I also like to ask my guests, what is your happy place? What is it that you do that you really love that helps you just to escape? all the crap that may or may not be going on in your world right now.
0: Okay. This um, sounds cheesy, <laughs> really cheesy and really girly. I'm sorry. If you're a girl. See, <laughs> own it, mate. Own it, sister. Well, <laughs> seriously, like when things are um going on in my head and like, you know, when this, you know it's getting too much, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I've got to go do something, otherwise it's going to eat me up. I go do Pilates. Like, I love oh, Pilates. Wow. It's awesome because really like the... Um, core values of Pilates is like focusing on breathing and you know s- switching on some body parts switching off, isolating other body parts and like you're just constantly trying to think about that and you're just thinking about your body and breathing, that really like, it's hard but it really relaxes you like sometimes you know it burns and death but it's a really good relaxation technique I think Oh yeah. and I love it and so I can do that in my lounge room in Bar, or I can do that at a class down here in Brisbane or I can do that Anyway, you can do it anyway, yeah. as long as you know a few moves. Yeah, it's that's really awesome. good for you. Like, mm. I think it's really good for you.
1: And it's also helping you physically mm. for the demands of your job. Mm. But it sounds like you're doing it more for your
0: yeah y- your mind. mentally, yeah. yeah. Probably I do yeah. do it more for my mind, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. No, it's really Thanks good. for sharing that. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> it's a bit girly, oh, but, but I don't just go down to the pub and crack open a few... You can, oh, what are you trying can? to say that those so of us that want to do that are <laughs> wrong no. no if that's how if, if that's that's your works thing, for you yeah. yeah but um i was probably thinking that's what i should have said but i, I don't do that no, when i'm no,
1: stressed out there's no shoulds i was on the on the beers with the minor podcast it's it's just a conversation and what yeah. works for you and and that's what i love so many people do so many different things mm. some people go fishing yeah you know, yep. some people just want to watch the footy, yeah. other people want to um, be with family, hang yep. out with the kids, um, go and play Kino. Yeah,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so many yeah. varying degrees. Every, everyone would have their own different happy yeah. spot. And-
1: but the reason I bring it up is to get people to start thinking, what is their happy thing and how often do you actually do it? Do it, Yeah. And so with mental health and suicide and so many things if if we are feeling ourselves slide into that deeper darker not just an underground darkness yeah. <laughs> but a deeper darker feeling and emotions if you are conscious and think every mm. now and again and which is why I like to remind people what what can I do that I like yeah i'm just going to go and do that yeah. Instead of sliding further and further down, you just never know where you're going no, to end up. and
0: you'll go, yeah, keep going down that spiral until yeah. you pick yourself out of it. I think probably the most important thing about having a happy place is it has to be mobile. Like you have to take it everywhere you go. You know what I mean? Like you can't just have, oh, I just go to this one place and it's only here that I can find myself again. You have to be able to take it anywhere you go. That's, because that's a great tip. Yeah, mm. well, especially for jobs like ours where, you know, you're either flying or driving in and out, and you have to be able to have it, you know, at work, because you have bad days at work, you have bad days at home, you've mm. got to have it everywhere you go, just like yeah, how I have, like, face products, like, everywhere I go, <laughs> just in every house I'm, I go to, there's just more stuff I have to buy. <laughs> and that,
1: I guess that comes into it, like, so, say someone's favourite thing is going fishing, mm. you're sitting in a donger and it's 43 degrees mm. and you can't sleep and you know you've got to go to sleep, yeah. you know, something like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. You know, this shit, this sucks, yeah. you know. Um, and when I did the episode about make your donger more homely, mm. um, I'll leave a link in the show notes Show notes for this um, at mumsy.com forward slash biz33, the number 33. <laughs> um, and it's, say, bring a photo of your boat. Mm. You know, you can take that in your work bag. Yeah, you can see that you can put it up by your kettle, or do you, no, not at uh, work. In your <laughs> you know, you can <laughs> put it up and look at it. Yeah, and exactly. think, I'm only here because. I'm going to do that on break. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. You can't take your boat with you. No. But if that is your happy place, <laughs> you can. That out the front you of your can sit there and I would say meditate about your boat. Yeah. But we won't say that because the blokes probably go meditate. meditate. That's I, what I think. I don't do meditate. But you might look at your boat and go right now. Next break, I'm going to paint that. I'm going to yeah. whatever I do to boats. Yeah. Just as a as an example, take a little piece of it with exactly. you if it's family. Bring bring yeah. a picture of the kids or a, something it. that they've drawn for you. You know, yeah. so many things oh. like that. But that's a great tip.
0: Make it mobile. Make it mobile. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. I love it. <laughs>
1: right, you ready for a quick lightning
0: round? Okay. Uh, what's your favourite favorite roster? Okay, well, I've only ever done one. So that's your favourite. So I'll have to say that one because I haven't tried any others. <laughs> Which
1: is the lifestyle roster Life with style. one pyjama day a month. a month.
0: Yeah, it's good to have that pyjama day because you can get a few things done that you don't normally get done on that yeah. day.
1: Yeah. I I don't i have done pajama days and I honestly didn't mind them at all, but no. I know people who hate them. They see yeah. them as a wasted day sitting yeah. at camp all day. Yeah. You know.
0: Maybe I can and, see that
1: how that could be as well.
0: Yeah, and I don't have like a husband or kids or you know it, like anything stopping me so it's not really a wasted day to me. I'm like, "Oh, I could use this day to get this done, this done, this done, and so that's what I, how I look at it. Exactly. I don't see, yeah, I'm missing. And it. when
1: I was doing my pajama day, um, I was learning and starting my podcast, and I was writing for Shift minor and so I always had, had to do. stuff to do on the computer. Yeah. I'm like beauty all day to yeah. type. <laughs> um, what is your night shift routine?
0: So when I'm for
1: sleeping and
0: okay, well. Um, um, it's very normal and <laughs> it's not different. I wish I could say it was different, but it's not get home, make myself a little bit of breakfast <laughs> and make my room as dark as possible and then I'd be a real girl and put, like, the sleeping mask over my eyes, earplugs in. Earplugs. Earplugs yes. in too because um, sometimes my neighbour plays his inter-metal music, so sometimes if, well, he's, handy. if he's off, that that's blasting. <laughs> yeah. So always put the earplugs in. And I think he has... um. A couple, like three or two or three or maybe four kids, because at 3 p.m. every day, they're like I can hear someone screaming in the backyard. So I'm like, okay, definitely earplugs in like every day. So yeah, earplugs and um, make shut my blinds, make it all dark.
1: Do you drink tea and coffee?
0: Ah, uh, not much. I drink probably one cup of coffee under night shift, and that's yep. about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because um, I try to not have a tea or coffee at second crib, which yeah. is around three to four thirty, because that'll keep me awake. But mm. if I feel like something I might you haven't got a microwave, poor poor pet. <laughs> 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 but I'd put a milk, a cup of milk in the microwave and have warm milk. Okay. So that doesn't wake me up but yep. I still feel like I'm having a having a cup yeah, true at crib. But that's something to be aware of. Don't I mean you might be fine. You might still be able to have Go to sleep straight away after yeah. coffee. Yeah,
0: everywhere, but it's different. Yeah, yeah, and
1: to work through those different routines. Mm. Yeah,
0: I've I've noticed that a lot. Even working with my different tradesmen and making them, because now it's gone around site so that you know I make the coffees when I go down there. So oh, you're no the matter, bari- you're the barista girl, no putting which, in their orders. <laughs> yeah, well, no matter which department I'm in, I somehow end up making the coffees. But I don't mind. But yeah, you're right. Some some fellows can have a coffee at like five a.m. in the morning, like an hour and a half before we finish, and I'm like. won't sleep yeah but they they go to sleep and yeah Yeah. so everyone is completely different so whatever routine works for them i guess Mm. they should just go for it and do it every time yeah
1: and be aware that your routine can change Mm. and be flexible in it and Mm. don't beat yourself up my big one of my biggest tips about night shift is don't beat yourself up if you're not sleeping there's nothing worse than laying there going oh my god i should be asleep i should be asleep and hitting your head on the pillow yeah i just think if i'm in bed and i'm in my jammies and yeah. I've got the aircon cranked right up, and I've got the blankie on. Yeah. At least it's like I'm asleep. I'm not going to actually be asleep, no, but, but I'm in And then you'll find half the time you'll drop off anyway. Off,
0: yeah. You're still relaxing. Exactly. Like you're still, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it takes people an hour to unwind, or some sometimes it takes them five minutes. So yeah. however long it takes you to unwind, I guess.
1: Yeah, just work through it. Yeah. Now, what do you do with your old PPE? Do you get do you get a like a clothing issue every year?
0: Boots? Um, yeah.
1: Or, well or do you go through your PPE a lot quicker? Like um, boots. Boots we definitely do you call, go through. You call it PPE. Yeah. Pre- um protective personal,
0: personal, personal
1: equipment. equipment. Yeah. I'm thinking, what is it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PPE, I'ven't been hearing it <laughs> thirteen
1: years. It's um,
0: PPE, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> um well our boots we definitely go through pretty fast, but um we How often would uh Probably, like, well, actually, my first pair lasted a year and a half. And the, these other pair... But the first
1: five months you went... Underground. underground. So probably a
0: year, I'd say. Like, yep. oh, you get good use out of them. Um, our clothes, they... Well, I'm BMA, so we're very lucky people. They wash our clothes for us. Which they
1: wash your clothes. Yeah. Actually, I think I did know that. Yes,
0: it's Yeah, well, really you put awesome. it in a bag. Um, How yeah, does that work? So we walk in, like, so say you come in finishing off shift... Um, we walk in through the dirty side of the bathhouse and we have um, big laundry-like campers and we've put our dirty clothes in, go into the showers, have a shower and then on the other side we've got a clean locker where all that clean clothes are that they put back in there after they've washed them. So we're well, really lucky. Do they lucky. iron them? No, no ironing. Well, I don't think they iron them. You'll probably put them in dry and fold them up. Uh, they just hang. No, they put them all on coat hangers oh. and they hanging in our locker for us when we get there. So we're really lucky. Like So see- you don't wear your work clothes home? Mm, um, I wear my clean set home. So, so in the morning when I come back for shift,
1: right, I'm oh, yeah. in
0: them, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're very lucky. I know it's a bit unfortunate for the contractors; they have to go back to camp and put them in their washing machines out camp.
1: Yeah. Um, and they don't always use the washing machines that say dirty. Dirty. You just chuck them in whatever <laughs> okay. is free.
0: You'd see that. So at when camp. you put your nice tops in with the with those ones, they yeah. don't come out the same colour. Um, so with the bathhouses,
1: which is the showers, do mm-hmm. they have individual showers or do they all just stand there and like in jail
0: and yeah. wash off? For the blokes ones, they're all open. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. But um, the girls ones, we have our own private cubicles, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can shut the door.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, could the guys go in a private cubicle one if they wanted to? Or is that on a separate side, like it's ladies and men?
0: Oh, yeah, we, we've got our own end to the bathhouse, so there's like yeah. a big wall in between yeah, ours. Right. Um, I don't think, I don't know if they have cubicles in there. Because yeah, you have not a bloke, you well, well, don't go in there. don't oh, go in there. Well, ask the real miner. Yeah, don't yeah. go well, in there. because some nice men time.
1: might feel uncomfortable showering in front of other blokes yeah we just see it as a well that's what blokes do
0: yeah i mean
1: but everyone's different and if you're not used to like say a guy's listening to this gun hell yeah i could work underground oh what do you mean i've got a shower with all the blokes yeah no maybe that's why they don't wash very well because they exactly. all just go get getting
0: out getting out." yeah maybe um i'm sure there's some guys they never will admit it to us but then they'll never admit it to their work friends but i'm sure there's some guys that don't feel 100 percent comfortable but yeah they they've You'd just got to it. Just gotta do it, I think. Mm. If they want to go home and sit in their like sit in their car, they've got to do it if they want to yeah. be clean. Yeah. So it's one of those things that you just have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny in our bathhouse there is um, like where the roof goes across, there's, like the cables and stuff. There's a bit of an opening, so as you can imagine, a bunch of loudy rowdy blokes when they've come in after shift, we can hear their conversations. <laughs> so just heads up guys I brought Meadows. I hear everything yeah. you talk about the showers because yeah. I'm usually in there sharing by myself or there's only one other girl around so yeah. we're pretty silent and, um, I was yeah. going to say they can hear
1: yours as well probably well, yeah, but well, you don't there's
0: not many of us there's only a few of us and we're all on different shifts and times and crews so yeah there's usually only one of us in there at any one time so we can hear all them their conversations which is quite fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh dear and, so what about your heart Hats, do you get to have you got your pink one and your what are you now currently yellow? yellow? Yeah, I kept
0: my first pink Mm -hmm. one, and I kept my yellow one.
1: And are they a bit
0: sentimental though?
1: Yeah, are they hanging
0: up in your room? or? Oh no, they're still in my locker at work. So, yeah, (laughs) but I've just kept them because I don't know, they've got a bit of meaning. Absolutely, you work
1: bloody hard to get that next
0: color hat, yeah. And people like, um, even though they're not supposed to, people I've drawn pictures on them and written stuff, that's so cool. Like yeah. you gotta keep that. Even yeah, though definitely. most of it's covered in coal, but still
1: <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh my mum they ended up with a whole pile of hard hats because we didn't different sites have different coloured hat mm-hmm. hard hats and you know. Um so we just end yeah. up with we just end up with hard hats but um she, they put um wire on them, turned them upside down, drilled a hole holding the bottom put wire on them and planted petunias in them. Oh, really? Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. That's (laughs) awesome. And, yeah, you know, because you've still got the stickers and stuff. And I've kept all mine. Yep. And I've got them in my shed hanging up with a few other mining things. Oh, cool. That I've got a couple of cat hats and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's the stickers. I like the stickers on them. And it reminds me, oh, that was when I was at that. Because I've been to four mines, I think. Yeah. Four or five, maybe. Okay. So... Here come the big questions. I think we might have actually covered a couple of these. This, yep. The real miner said, I have to ask you these questions okay. and that you'll know what they mean. Okay. And I kind of understand them a bit more now than I did last night. I'm to okay. sure you that. The first one, ask her about turtles.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I told you um, earlier on my relationship with turtles.
1: <laughs> Which was that... You did the turtle
0: rehab center rehab
1: on which Fitzroy Island, Fitzroy Island which is out of Brisbane, Cairns, Cairns. That's right, it's, it's about right.
0: an hour boat trip from Cairns. Um, so yeah, I everyone said, Oh, you've turned your back on the turtles now, hey? Because is
1: this what the miners were saying to you,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bloody man, making you
1: feel guilty. For <laughs> I the know, I already feel guilty, and
0: oh, no. um, it's really funny. Um, I was having a good joke about like. If you, this sounds, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or sell myself here, but if you type in my name in Google, all this environmental stuff comes up about like when I was younger and oh, right, 15. Yeah. So you type in my name and all these like, videos and photos come up of me with turtles and stuff like that. And I was just like, everyone was saying, oh, just wait for a couple of years and then that will come up with all the stuff from BMA and coal mining and that. And it's already happened when I got that award yesterday. There's like a link just below. It says, um, Teen on a Mission to Save Turtles or something. And the next link says, um queensland resource finalist woman in mining award and i was like oh my gosh it's already happened uh, so for all of your crew members listening you were right yes, they were right 100 percent. it's already happened and um google knows about it so the turtles know about it well, and i'll leave links to those in the show notes oh, okay. as well so
1: other people can have if, if, if you want well they can yeah. just google it they'll yeah. find out yeah Oh, okay, so that's the turtle joke. That's that the you've t- turned t- your back on, on the, the turtles, turtles yeah. and uh, your coal mining will overtake on Google. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's almost started. Oh, my God. And happen? wait, now you're busy with a miner. Uh, yeah. That will up, be up on up the next the Google <laughs> rankings. <laughs> At least um, I'm on there for a variety of things, yeah. not just one thing. The other one was sail-
0: sailing around the world. Okay, so... Didn't make it quite all the way around. We've done halfway. Um, so when, in 2006, my, um, my parents bought a boat on the east coast of America yep. um, in a town just south of New York. And we took the, we sent over 1.1 tons of equipment in a shipping container and we loaded that onto the boat that we bought. We bought a 41-foot sailing boat. And, um, yeah, we sailed it down the east coast of America through the Bahamas, through a bit of the Caribbean um to Panama Canal. We went through the Panama Canal and then we spent the next twelve months taking it across the Pacific, going stopping at all the islands along the Pacific, um Galapagos, Marquesas, all of French Polynesia, Tahiti, Bora Bora. Then wow. we went up to the Cook Islands where I have my um eleventh birthday up there, then down to Tonga, Fiji, Vanuatu and to Brisbane. So that took twelve months, and I um, got homeschooled Year Six on the boat by my mum, yep. which was amazing. And yeah, yeah. <gasps> awesome. Oh wow!
1: Thanks for telling us all that. No, <laughs> one, no wonder you wanted to say turtles and yeah. stuff
0: because you'd seen
1: them out there. Yeah,
0: <gasps> been wow.
1: Swimming.
0: All right, last
1: one: dog sledding through Russia at fifteen. <laughs> Gosh, you've got good memory. He has, I'm impressed. Has yeah. He got all
0: that right. Um, so you even got the age right. Yeah, that was. See, Corrected. that's a good tradesman. Here. That is a good tradesman. <laughs> oh, but don't tell him. <laughs> um, so when I was 15, I got selected on those expeditions. As I said, they're environmentally based expeditions, um, all sponsored ones. And one of them took us to Russia. And yeah, i just turned 15 and we went to the far eastern peninsula in Russia called Kamchatka. And it's, um, it's just north of Japan, actually, just the peninsula north of Japan. Um, we went there in December, so middle of winter, freezing cold, like freezing, minus 35 degrees. That's, yeah. That's more
1: freezing than we can imagine, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> windy, snowy, cold, but anyway, awesome. And um, yeah, we got our own pack of eight sled dogs. And um, we, like, put our tents in the little sleds and we had our backpacks and, like, our hiking equipment. And what we do is we use the dogs all day as a form of transport because it's all environmental-based, you know. Yeah. We're not going to drive around in cars or anything.
1: Oh, no hypocrites here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
0: And um, biggest hypocrite, anyway. sorry. Not having a guy. (laughs) And so we would, like, use the dogs all day during the day and, um, you know, give them... um, salmon heads to munch on from like because we used to get like they used to get fresh salmon out of the rivers and the streams there and yeah so we used to give them salmon heads keep them happy and then um yeah we would use them and then camp at night set up camp and then the next day we might we had a glaciologist with us from the university of munich and we did like a few different um Studies there, which was actually pretty cool. She ended up writing a sixty-page report on our findings, Mm. and we like did different um, sample. Like we tested the snow. um, So what we'd do is we'd like dig out like a meter deep, and she could actually tell us the different layers in the snow. And like she could gather data. Like we took samples and stuff like that, and she could gather data from each layer and see how much CO two emissions was in each layer. Because like it didn't all melt. It sorry, it didn't all melt in um, summer there. So yeah, she she was amazing, and so we did stuff like that. Um, we hiked up to the top of like a couple of um, volcanoes, and um, we had to like r- rope together because like of crevasses and stuff, which was pretty interesting. Really, <gasps> yeah, you had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, one one girl did fall down, but it only went up to her neck, thank goodness. And then after <laughs> that, <laughs> after that um, we start, we tied together. <laughs> um, but that was cool. It's such a good adventure. So, yes, amazing experience to have at 15. And, like, I'd done awesome stuff like that, but it was all with my parents, and I was a lot younger. But this, I traveled there by myself. All the people I met were new people like I'd never been, you know, yeah, met them before been with them. So it was so new and so fresh and, like, I was 15 and all... I was the youngest one by about four years. Oh, of, really? The other girls and boys, they were, like, 19, 20 and 21. Because it was... Um, you had to be aged between 15 and 21 to apply for these expeditions. So mm. the guy who set this program up, Mike, he was really um, involved with just getting, you know, young people on these expeditions mm. um, because he he said what you said, like, young people are going to change the world, like... Yeah, parents, you know, it's too late. They don't care. They're they're just living it up. You know, it's it's all about us now to to make these changes. So that's why I set the target. But because obviously Russia, middle of winter, high risk um, expedition, they didn't really want to take any use. like uh, minors. Sorry, like. Un- Miners, no, not you made me. it funny. <laughs> get it, miners. <laughs> um, the other miners
1: with the O, yeah, yeah. minors. <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story. I well, yeah. um, submitted a podcast question to a podcast that I listen to yeah. about podcasting. Yeah, right. you get your head around that, <laughs> and. It came up and we've got Mad, American, Mad Mumsy from Beers with a Minor's. Oh, this doesn't sound right. And should, <laughs> should I mark my episodes as explicit on iTunes, <laughs> even if there's no swearing in one episode? Yeah. But it ended up being just mark them all explicit, then yeah. don't matter. Because you can get kicked off iTunes oh, if you swear and you don't do don't it. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said, oh, my, oh, mining. I was a bit worried there for a minute, beers with kids and swearing. And I was horrified oh, when gosh, I heard it. This honey. went around the world on this podcast yeah. thing. Oh, my God. That's anyway, funny. sorry. No, no, that's Mine. funny. That's a good story. So they didn't want um, younger than 15?
0: No, no younger than 15. But um, on my trip specifically, they, they tried to get them over 18. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was the youngest one which was even cooler. I thought I was pretty mad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I suppose, too, maybe a lot of parents of 15-year-olds would have said, "Mm, yeah, no, you're not going on that one. No. It sounds a bit dodgy. But your parents seem pretty
0: pretty cool. Yeah. They were just like, go, just go. That's the best opportunity. Just take it and run with it.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. And um, there was, unfortunately, like another girl. She was 16. She got selected, but her parents, rang up with all these concerns and worries so then she got taken out of the trip because yeah. of her parents and i was like my parents were like the complete opposite they were like just go take it you know run yeah. with it so yeah yeah it, that was sad for her but um i do understand why some parents are like that mm. you know
1: yeah you look back when you've got kids and go oh my god how did my parents let me do all of this yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah. No, well, it certainly sounds like you're having a fantastic life yeah. and it's, pretty, it's been it's an absolute good. delight to sit down and have a chat yeah. with you I'm after so hearing good. about you for all these years from <laughs> the real minor. She's <laughs> <laughs> so excited that we met, oh, met up. I'm so excited oh, we met dear. Up.
0: That was awesome. Now, is
1: there anything else that you would like to say to call this interview complete for you?
0: Um, no, I don't think so. Thank you for having That's me cool. on here and thanks for letting me talk about work like that's awesome i love i because i love my job i love talking about it so thank you that's awesome and then next time you're at a party and someone says
1: to you oh you what do you work underground what's that like mm. no, no, no just say here go and listen to this yeah. like, i've already answered yeah. all these questions a thousand times yeah we'll,
0: we'll advertise mad
1: mumsy podcast thank you for coming on and sharing your story and shedding some light <laughs> get it light yeah <laughs> on the darkness of underground mode. um <laughs> And I'll just do my outro. Yeah. And then we'll cool head off. Could like, you hear my stomach rumbling? Yeah, you, you oh, came for edit. lunch. <laughs> I'll have to edit that out. So it's time to say goodbye now. We could chat all day, and I have been known to. We're off to lunch at the beachfront, and no doubt a cold beer will be on the cards. It's tradition. Or perhaps, what was it? A gin and... Hendrix. The, gin oh, that gin sounds, and tonic. Yeah, sounds a bit much for Mad <laughs> Mumsy. I'll stick to my beer. Your 4X girl. Yeah, that's it. You're onto it. The real miner is on night shift, so he'll be sleeping, but I know he'll be happy that we caught up. He might even listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Saraya, And uh, all the links we discussed in this episode can be found in the show notes at madmumsycom forward slash beers 33. That's Mumsy with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from. M-U-M-Z-I-E and the number 33. Be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. Or you can always listen on the website as well. Just head to madmumsy.com forward slash beers and please share with your mates. Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun for we only live once. Cheers.